it really is preserving the energy that you have for good and not for frustration on little things that just really don't matter and you have to laugh about it. I mean, you really do. Hey there, welcome to the Socially Stetson podcast. This is your host, Stetson K. Patton. You know what? I could talk to you for hours about business, marketing, social media, Enneagrams, and the Bible. Yep, that's just who I am. If you want to join me and my friends as we have these conversations, we would love for you to hang out a bit and get to know each other. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are talking about saving energy, saving your time, and all of the things to help give you a little bit more peace and less stress in your business and in your day-to-day life, right? Don't we all want that? (laughs) I know the devil is tempting me today because twice before this podcast, two things that have happened that have literally zapped my energy, and I'm like, how am I about to record an episode on saving energy? But here we are, and I just know that God's going to give me the energy to do it, and hopefully it will bless somebody. So I know a lot of people online in the social media world are talking about time blocking, and they talk about be sure to time block on your schedule, color code, make sure you give yourself the space that you need. But for me, that hasn't always worked because I say yes to a lot of things just in the moment that I want to do because I am, hello, an Enneagram 7, and I like things that fill my cup. I like things that bring me joy and give me energy. And when my girlfriend says, hey, I'm in town, do you want to meet me for a glass of wine and to go shopping? I absolutely will drop everything and say yes because that does fill my cup and it does give me energy. But working with my business coach last week, we really talked a lot about preserving energy for my time, really just to have some peace. And so I wanted to just walk through some of the things that I did in my past life that did not serve me well, part of that hustle culture, and then some of the things that I'm doing now to try to gain a little bit more peace, less stress in my life, because that's what it's all about. I feel like the Lord really does not want us to be stressed out all the time. We we do not need to be a stress culture. So the two things that happened right before this podcast are great examples. So maybe it was just setting me up for some really good stories. The first thing that happened was my microphone for this episode broke right before I sat down to record. Now, It was not a cheap microphone. I spent a lot of money on it, and I've only used it about a handful of times, and I didn't get the warranty on it, so it's just done. There's nothing I can do about it, and I found myself getting really frustrated for a second. I found myself, yes, I got mad. I almost cried because I was like, what am I going to do? But I really sat back and thought about it. I was like, why am I frustrated? And the reason why I was frustrated was because... I had planned to record the podcast. And so I flipped the script. I was like, okay, can you still record the podcast? Yes. I don't know how it's going to sound through my computer microphone. We shall see. But the answer was yes, I can still record the podcast and I'm not going to waste my time. So I flipped that and I saved the energy because I could have used the energy that I had to get upset and cry about it or even just be frustrated. And I decided not to. I made the decision to use this energy 
to sit down and record the podcast like I had told myself I was going to do. So I get to stick with my word, do what I'm going to do with or without a microphone. The second thing that happened was I recorded the whole episode and had forgot to hit start record. So hopefully this one's just better. Who knows? So, and it was just a good trial run. Yes, it was frustrating right at the beginning, but it's that pivot, it's the flipping the switch, the emotional management that I am thankful I've learned in other businesses, the bounce back ability, but it really is preserving the energy that you have for good and not for frustration on little things that just really don't matter and you have to laugh about it. I mean, you really do. All right, friends, the holidays are right around the corner. And if you don't have a social media strategy in place, guess what? That means you're going to be spending more time on your phone and less time being present with your family and for the things that actually matter. Either that or you're just not going to be posting anything and your business may take a hit. Believe me, I've been there and that's why I've created this free guide for my Holiday Reels 2023. That's right. It's free. And there are over 50 reels ideas for small businesses with examples and audios. There's also a checklist of what you need to prepare for before you even start filming your reels, some best tools and best practices for the reels. I will also be hosting a free masterclass for anybody who downloads the reels guide at the end of November and December, teaching you exactly step-by-step how to edit how to find the trending audios or what audios to use, how to make it relevant for your business. But you have to download the guide first. So head over to my Instagram page at Stetson K. Patton and download the link in the bio to receive your free holiday reels guide today. So past Stetson, for those of you who've listened to the first episode, you know that in my past jobs and past life, I was an entrepreneur and still am just a different business. And in the past jobs, though, I made the mistake of hustle culture, like chasing the dollar, chasing the money. And yes, it is about your why and it's not always about the money. I get that. I know that. But when you're desperate to pay rent, (laughs) you're... Um, apartment complex doesn't care about your why. They care about getting their rent money. And so it matters. So coming from somebody who has been in that hustle culture of like trying to just make money all the time because I had to, it's not fun. And it can be really exhausting because I was saying yes to anything that would bring me money. It didn't matter if I had to drive, where I had to go, who I had to meet. If a dollar amount was assigned to it, I was saying yes. And I would just look to the people who did not have to say yes to those things. They could say no. And I was just blown away because I was like, will I ever be that way? And the good thing is, yes, I am. I am now. And it is really nice. And it's not because I'm making more money. I mean, I am, but expenses are also higher. (laughs) Hello, inflation. But it's just because I'm truly not chasing the dollar. I am chasing peace. I am chasing balance. I am chasing health in my body 
um, mentally and physically. So I feel like that that is what's more important. More than your why, more than <laughs> the money, that's what's more important. And that's what's helping helping me preserve energy now. Also, fun story, because this one just sticks with me. And maybe you relate to this, but a couple Christmases ago, well, more than a couple, like this was almost 10 years ago. Gosh, yes, because it was before my um, brother, brother-in-law and sister had children. So pre, pre-kids, they were um, in town for Christmas at my parents' house, and they were already there drinking cocktails. I, of course, had like a work event or something and was coming later. And when I walked in the door, they asked how I was, and I said, oh, my gosh, I'm good. I'm just so exhausted. And I threw down my bags and was like, oh, pour me a glass of wine. I'm so tired. And they started laughing. And I was like, what? What's wrong? And they said, we knew you were going to say you were exhausted or tired. Like, we knew it. We talked about it. We knew you were going to say that. And I kind of laughed with them in the moment. But you guys, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And it it stuck with me throughout the years because that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And if that's what everybody was perceiving me as. I know if my sister and brother-in-law were saying that, that my friends probably also felt the same way. My coworkers probably also felt the same way. And I wouldn't want that at all. And so I was like, okay, how can I change this? How can I be better about preserving my energy or at least not telling people how exhausted I am? And so right now, some of the words like I'm blessed to be have a full calendar. And I am. I'm grateful for my full calendar because I get to choose what's on it as an entrepreneur, which is great. So everything that's on my calendar is a decision that I've made. So yes, truly blessed. And that was just, again, it just stuck with me and I'm glad that it happened so I could change the script. And be a little bit better because goodness, I can say I'm exhausted almost every day. I really, really could. Also, this week, my calendar was extremely full. And let me tell you this week how I've been trying to preserve energy. So I was hosting a charity event to raise money for one of my friends who works at a nonprofit. And it was a fun event. I haven't done an event in a very long time. And Stetson made the mistake. I made the mistake of just trying to throw this grand event and why I did not think to just pay money and hire an event planner. I have no idea. (laughs) Next time I know that I will say no to event planning and an event because it took up way too much of my time. It took up way too much of my energy because it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not what I'm good at and it's not what I do. So it was fun and things turned out great, but it did take a lot of my time and energy and I just know to hire a professional next time. Also, the day of the event, 21 people, whether it was through email, text message, Instagram, Facebook, messaged me saying that they weren't going to make it. And three of them were vendors that we were kind of counting on for the event. And again, just like in the microphone situation, I was in that moment and had to think, okay, old Stetson would have flipped out and been a little bit passive aggressive probably and text them and like begged them to come and told them their excuse wasn't good enough and all of the things. I did tell one girl that, but she's my friend. I was like, honestly, just kidding with her. 
But it was just funny. I almost had to just roll with it that so many people were saying that they weren't coming. So a couple of things that helped me maintain peace and calm during that was, one, it wasn't about people coming. It was truly about raising money for the foundation. So putting things into perspective. Two is just that things really do come up. I mean, these people really had good excuses and they weren't like excuses. They were things that happened. And I am a true believer that um, you need to keep your priorities straight. And so God first, faith, our family second, career third, and fun things next. And so family was most people's excuse and family does come first in my mind. And so I feel like, you know, you can't be upset about that. And it's also not about me. It was about the event and the charity and the people were going to get some money out of it and I was doing something good. So that helped me just preserve energy, again, flipping the script a little bit on my own emotions, catching that I was frustrated and be like, okay, well, stop being frustrated because you want to save your time and energy for the people who say yes, for the people who do show up. Don't waste your time and energy on the people that say no or can't make it. Save your peace and energy for the people who do come. And that was a lot of fun. We had a great turnout. We had a great time. And I'm so glad everything went well. But let me tell you this. During this week before this event, I think something that really helped center me and keep me grounded and focus on the peace was I was in the Word reading some scripture and came across the verse in Matthew. Um, it's Matthew 5.37, I believe, that says, Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything over is from evil or something like that. But the part that stuck with me the most was let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Basically saying a righteous man's word is sufficient. So you don't have to swear on anything. You don't have to say, I swear I'll be there. I promise I'll be there. Or, I swear I won't do this again. Or I swear something's really come up. I swear my dog is sick. Like you don't have to say that. You can just let your yes mean yes and your no mean no because anything else is from evil, which, ooh, that hit me a little hard because I'm like, ooh, I know I have like sworn to people before. Like, I swear I'll be there. Um, and, uh, you know, lesson learned. Now I know. Now I know that that's not a great thing to do. But I really liked that because when everybody was telling me that they couldn't come and, you know, all of these things, it helped me learn. And my goal in life is yes to have a successful business, but also like I really want to grow and be spiritually mature. And that has been on my prayer list is to just grow spiritually, grow in my knowledge of the Bible, grow in how I treat others and love on others and letting that show through in my business and part of why I'm doing this podcast. But when all of those texts and emails and everything were coming in, I was like, well, how can I be better? about this. And so I decided right then and there, the rest of this week and whatever's on my schedule right now, I am not canceling on anybody and I'm not canceling anything. I'm going to let my yes mean yes and my no mean no. And so that came in two different parts. I'm going to talk about the yeses. So first, the yeses. This is crazy because my schedule was so full, you guys, so full. And I had things on my schedule that I necessarily did not feel like I had energy for, especially after the event. I was exhausted. I really was. 
And I was supposed to go meet people for coffee and catch up with people on the phone and do some things and run errands that I didn't necessarily want to do. I did want to do them. I just knew I didn't have the energy for them. But because mentally I knew in my mind that I had said yes and I wanted to be a person of my word, I went and I showed up at every appointment on time and I was a woman of my word. And it made me feel really good because you know what? (laughs) Evil got to me because so many times I wanted to make up a little white lie. Yes, we all do it. Don't pretend like you don't. But I wanted to say a little white lie like, oh, I have a migraine or I'm so sorry, I'm just not feeling well today or I'm so sorry, something an emergency came up or my car broke down. Like all these little white lies seriously went through my head. Don't judge me for it. (laughs) We all do it. I know we do. Um, We get tempted to do what's wrong a lot of times. But what made me feel really good was that I did avoid those temptations. So I I avoided telling a white lie. And I also was a woman of my word. So I showed up to these appointments and I just was able to tell them like, hey, I'm so sorry. Instead of saying I'm exhausted or I'm so tired, I would just say, I just want to apologize ahead of time. You're not getting a full energetic version of me. I'm pretty low on energy this week. And I felt like that came across so much better and truthful instead of a negative, like, I'm just exhausted and tired. It was like, hey, I wish I could give you more of what who I am, but please just give me grace. I'm a little low on energy. And I felt like that was better for me. And it made me feel better. And I was just calm. And we kept our meetings short, which was great. And guess what? They filled my cup in so many ways because I did stick with my word and people energized me anyway. And it did fill me up. On the flip side of this, the no's. I'm pretty bad about saying no because I like to say yes to things that I want to do. And my business coach, Meredith, shout out. I will link her in the show notes. She's really been helping me see where my cup is filled. And so she had told me in our last meeting that she wants me to start saying no more. And so this whole week, I have to track how many times I tell people no. And I feel like God is sending all of these fun things my way, and I've had to say no (laughs) to them. I'll use um, this morning, this morning for an example, one of my really good girlfriends, she's a photographer here in town. She texted me and her second photographer was not able to do a wedding with her today. And she wanted me to come um, shoot with her. And I wanted to say yes for so many reasons. One, because she's a good friend and I wanted to help her out. Two, because I love photography. Three, because I love weddings. And four, because she was paying me hello. But this goes back to what I was saying about not chasing the money. Stetson, previous Stetson, would have immediately said yes and canceled all of the plans that I had today, which were cleaning my house and recording podcasts, to go help her do this wedding just to make some money and have some fun at the same time. I wanted to say yes, but I knew that I couldn't. And it made me feel good in the moment knowing that I didn't say I'll try. I didn't say anything else like my no meant no. And now I get to let my business coach know I have a no in the book. And let's talk about my room and my mess house just being a disaster right now because it is. (laughs) It looks like somebody came and raided my closet and stole all my clothes and left everything else on the floor. But another way that I've had peace this week 
is to just compartmentalize. I knew that I did not have to clean my house this week. And yes, do messy places drive me crazy? They absolutely do. But I was able to say, nope, Stats, you have time Saturday to do that after you report record your podcast, which is also another thing because I was going to clean first and then record the podcast, but I felt like this is still a priority and this is what I wanted to do more. And guess what? My clothes can still wait till tomorrow. So I can do that tomorrow. So those are just some things. Yes, you can call them time blocking. You can call them energy savers, whatever you want to do. But I really want you to look at what fills your cup. My business coach, Meredith, also at our last session had three big white sheets of paper that she hung up on the wall. And we are really tracking what fills my cup. And I love that. That's why she's such an amazing coach. We wrote down that social media management, although it brings in the majority of the money for my business, does drain me. I'd get exhausted just being in front of a computer all day and on my phone all day and not truly interacting with people. So it takes up the most time, brings in the most money, but fills my cup the least. Then we looked at my membership, the socially growing membership, takes the least amount of time, makes eh, money right now, but it fills my cup where it overflows. And so we put a big heart and star beside of it because it's worth my time. It's worth the investment right now because it fills my cup. And the same for just lead generation and some of the networking events that I go to because those do fill my cup. I really enjoy meeting people out in person and not just through squares on my phone. I really do enjoy that. And so that fills my cup and really brings in like hardly $0. But we're just trying to figure out ways to make a little bit more return on that time. And so just seeing that, writing those down, really truly helps me to know where I need to spend my energy. And so we did just hire somebody to help with some of the social media management. So yes, I'm taking a chunk of pay out for me to give to somebody else because I know that energy right now to me is more important than money because I need to be able to show up fully energetically for my family for my friends, for you guys, for anybody that I meet. And so I hope this episode was helpful. I really want you as a business owner to try to preserve your energy as much as possible. I see the hustle culture. I see people pop pills. Like I've seen them do all sorts of things to try to have energy. And, you know, supplements are great, but I really don't think we need prescription drugs just to get through the day. I mean, unless, you know, Y'all know what I mean by that. I think some people just do it because they're busy and they don't get enough sleep and they don't take care of their body. They go out and drink and then they, you know, do do other things that just aren't healthy for their body. I want you to be healthy. I'm working on being healthier myself. I am trying to make better decisions because even the foods that I eat help preserve energy. Drink your water, get sleep, read scripture. I feel like those three things are what will always motivate you to have more energy. So if you enjoy this episode and you feel like you want to preserve your energy, go send me a DM on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton and let me know what you're going to be doing this week to preserve your energy. I'll talk to you soon. Well, that was fun and I hope it filled your cup as much as it filled mine. 
I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton to learn more about what topics you would like for me to cover on this podcast. Whether it's about business, Jesus, tequila, or Enneagrams, I'm going to cover it all. So let's meet back here at the same spot, same time next week.